It's time to turn on, tune in, and light up. Welcome to Zero Supervision Weed. How's it going? My name's Joe, and with me I have Jail. Uh, he is uh, from the... Netherlands. North, the Netherlands, North, yeah. Netherlands. Uh, and uh, he is a... Uh, you said you're a raver, right? Out in that area? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as such, like, they, they take different drugs than, than you do in America. Uh, there, it seems to be a lot of research, uh, chemicals and stuff. So he's going to tell us about that, which is something I've never, uh, uh, I, I've, I've done a few research chemicals, but like not as, uh, not some of these and, uh, all, but before we get started with that, uh, can you tell me about the first time you ever got high? The first time I ever got high, I think I was like 14 and, uh, I was uh, with uh, some people, and they uh, sparked up a joint, and I already had lit my cigarette, so I thought I'd, I'd just puff it like a cigarette, and then after three puffs, I was blazed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll do that. <laughs> uh, so it's very strong. Yeah, were you just, were you outside, or were you, you like, hanging out with people at home? Uh, I was hanging with people at home. Okay. That's that's a good place to do it though, because I talked to somebody recently who said their first time was at work, and I can't imagine doing that the first time while you're no, working. No, with your boss. <laughs> It'd be too much work. It'd be too uh, hard trying to like concentrate on whatever I had to do. Um, yeah. So, go ahead. I've uh, been high at my uh, bar when I worked at my bar. Okay, now that you can do. I've I've been high at restaurants. Um, uh, since I've started and, and, and stuff that I've worked at before, uh, but when I first started, I, there was no way I could have functioned at work. Like it just wouldn't have happened. No, um, you need a tolerance. No, yeah. You need to, need to keep it together. So the, the rave scene, what's that like out there? T- tell me about it. Tell me how you love, came to be a part of it and all. Well, um, I was always into drugs, so mm-hmm. I was always with kids who were into drugs, and they always knew where the parties were. But the rave scene in North Holland is pretty small. It's bigger in South Holland. I go sometimes to Rotterdam. Mm-hmm. And there are like the, these big bunkers where people rave. Oh, that's so cool. So are they above ground or below ground? Above and below. Above and below. That'd be that's really cool. Yeah, I've seen some of the videos from there on YouTube. Some of the uh, the raver videos and all. And I've I've actually never been to a rave. I've been to a lot of concerts. Um, that's more of a uh, concerts are really popular here in the states. Uh, we have some raves, but uh, I was never lived in an area that had a big raver culture. Um, so you're into the music as well, the the sort of rave music. Yeah, techno, minimal house, mm-hmm. uh, trance, uh, hardcore, hardstyle. Okay. Have you ever listened to a band called Nine Inch Nails much? No, I haven't. Nine Inch Nails is awesome. They're, uh, they have some similarities to techno, uh, and all they they take electronical influences, and it's a more of a, a hard rock sound, but it's very very good. Um, so tell me, uh, like, wh- what do you do at the rave? Is it it's mostly dancing, I'm assuming, but what kind of uh, drugs are they? And uh, for those who don't know, especially with the research chemicals, how do you take it, and what are the, are the effects of each one of those? Well, um, first of all, I'd like a drink at the festival, mm-hmm. and then I What's from your drink? The first day I either used LSD or mushrooms. Yeah, the mushrooms are legal in the Netherlands. Oh, really? That's why. 
So tell me about the mushrooms and and, and you said you uh, you took acid as well. Uh, sometimes I took acid and sometimes I uh, took shrooms. Never together because I don't uh, like no, don't to psychedelics. I get that. So, no, I understand. It would be it would be very difficult to take both those together. I feel like. Yeah, super trippy. Yeah, super trippy. I think you would, especially if you're out in public and you have to deal with other people. That would be really hard. Yeah, I so, find it easier to make contact on shrooms than on LSD. On LSD, I go analyze mode. Oh, I got you. That that makes sense. Now, uh, so the other the research chemicals. What are those like? Are they more of a, a, a stimulant, or are they more of a? What are they like? Well, I have used uh, disassociates and uh, also uh, stimulants. But even uh, 4-H-O-M-E-T, which is the active compound in uh, shrooms next to psilocybin. Yeah, I got you. It's like condensed uh, psilocybin. Oh, wow. So how did you take that? Is that like a pill or what kind of form does that come in? It comes in pellets. Okay. That's cool. And so you take the, how long does it last for? Mm, about four hours, I think. That's not bad. That's pretty cool. That's So in the whole time you're having, is it it's it like psychedelic and hallucinatory? Yeah, but it's less, um, less nature-y than uh, when you're on shrooms, when you're on the full... Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. So, um the the raver scene there, um what what are the the drugs that they take for that? So you see we're saying you were taking the um mushrooms and you've taken uh uh dissociatives. Was that like uh ketamine? Yeah, ketamine. Ketamine. How do you like ketamine? Um it's good. I don't like its uh, research chemical to FDCK. I would mm-hmm. not recommend it. Yeah. But I would recommend ketamine. But you have to watch out for your bladder if you use too much. Well, uh, you, bladder, you said? Yeah. Really? So you like pee yourself? No, I don't. But no, no, uh, but if you people, take too much, people do. Yeah, you can. You you'll you just let go and pee. Uh, you have trouble urinating. Oh, you you can't go. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, that's different. I didn't know that. Uh, I've taken dissociatives before, um, but it was uh, cough syrups. Uh, oh, were, okay, uh, Lee. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're like robo. Uh, we have like we call it Robitussin here. Uh, so stuff like that. And uh, I'm not a huge fan of dissociative just because like uh, at least that type because it it. That'll last for like two days in your system. The cough syrup will, and I, I just I can't get rid of it. Um, but uh, okay, so going back to, to to the stuff that you normally do, what else do you do? And like, tell me some stories. Well, um, the first time I u- used DMT, I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. I made my own extraction because all the ingredients are legal and. Uh, oh really that's great yeah here uh i think most of the ingredients are illegal at least the the two active ingredients you need to make ayahuasca 
Ah, okay. Yeah, I was thinking that the the acidic uh, powder would be uh, illegal because you can also make meth with that. That you can get. We can get that because that's at all the hardware stores. We have all these different things at hardware stores. It's the um, it's the plants that are legal. Uh, America has a very bad problem with the uh, criminalizing nature. Uh, yeah, so like, <laughs> which is kind of unfortunate um like well and then another thing you can get from a hardware store is here uh there's a flower called morning glories and they produce these seeds LSA seeds yeah seeds yeah exactly i was i've been i've taken those plenty of times which is not quite the same as lsd but it's it's similar you know similar similar enough for me um it's it's like lsd's lesser cousin um yeah, so I've done. Yeah, okay. So you guys, you guys do those there? Yeah. Okay. Well, on, uh, in race we mostly do ketamine, amphetamines, and methamphetamines. Mhm. Do you like the methamphetamines and amphetamines? I like amphetamines more. It's more like a methamphetamine light. Okay. okay. Is that like, uh, is it a pill, or are we, are you smoking it, or how's how's that working out? Um, methamphetamine you get in a pill. Yeah. And, uh, amphetamine you get in powder. Okay. So in, in, in the States, a lot of people smoke methamphetamines. Uh, yeah. They, I've they, seen the they smoke it. Yeah. If you've seen Breaking Bad too, same thing. Uh, yeah, where they smoke some. it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I've never tried it. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to like it too much. Uh, and uh, I won't want to stop using it. Uh, that's what I'm afraid of. I I, uh, I stick to stuff more like weed and psychedelics and stuff that I I I know that I'm not gonna like too much and not gonna like I don't know not gonna yeah. fuck me up. Uh, uh, so yeah, so you go there and and uh, you're uh, do you so are these legal? Like you can just go buy them? Like or or is it um like well, you're going to an illegal? Mushrooms aren't legal, but mm-hmm. uh, truffles are, and truffles are like underground. Yeah. And and the mushroom on top is illegal because one uh, French girl jumped out of a, a window in Amsterdam oh, about wow. 20 years ago. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's so nuts. Um. There's okay, a one so, company yeah. of brothers. Uh huh. There's one company of two brothers who make like 90% of all uh, truffles in the Netherlands. Really? It's, yeah, and it's the same psychoactive ingredient, psilocybin. Wow, that's so cool. All right. Uh, so, so you're. Uh, what about the other ones, like the the ketamine and all that? Are you buying that from dealers, or are you going uh, other ways? Well, I used to. Uh, buy it from dealers but it was like 30 euros a gram okay and then i found like the internet and amsterdam is like a, the hub place if you uh if you go to um which country you want it from sent and mm-hmm. you click the netherlands then everything yeah. you need will pop up that's crazy that's so wild yeah because here it's it's so hard to get stuff like, uh, and the, they enforce it, the, the, if you send drugs to the mail in the United States, uh, it's a 
federal crime and you get like many years in jail. But on a state level, like I, I have medical marijuana in my state, but not every state has that. So it's illegal in some states. Like in my home state, I used to live in Virginia when I was a kid. Uh, it, it's illegal there. So if I brought it there and I smoked it there, I'd be breaking the law and I could like get a fine or jail time just for oh, even owning it. Yeah. That's lame. Yeah, that's it really is. And that's sort of the problem with Americans like uh, outlook on drugs. They they think it's something to be policed. Like there's a, like they the the term is war on drugs. That's what they call it. And yeah. I think other Reagan, rather than right? do that, yeah, Reagan yeah, Reagan, Reagan started that, him and his wife. And, uh, yeah, so they, they, they started that whole thing. And, uh, honestly, I think that other countries handle it better. A lot of them handle it more like, hey, let's give you the education. Like, maybe you shouldn't do a whole lot of methamphetamine. It's not very good <laughs> yeah. for you. You know? Instead of being like, no, you're going to jail for 10 years, which is insane. Because, like, I know in some parts of, of Europe... Uh, the highest time you can go to jail for is only 20 years. But people will get 20 years just for drugs, selling drugs. Yeah, two things. Uh, one, uh, we uh, copied your opium list in the Netherlands. Oh, really? So, yeah, so it's from America, the law, but it's everything is illegal. But if you own it... If, and it's under five grams, they'll most likely only just take it or leave you alone. That's crazy. No, here that you're going, you're going to jail. There, that's that's all that. Is. Unless it's prescribed by a doctor, you know, yeah. then you're going to jail. Wow. Yeah, and they've really cracked down on on um, prescription pain pills. People were selling those a lot, and people are addicted to them a lot here. And uh, they really. They've really cracked down hard on that. And now I just had a tooth, a molar, one of the very back teeth uh, removed yeah. yesterday. And they would not give me pain pills because they're so because afraid they of, of you were addicted. addicted. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it really hurt. I mean, it was a molar. It's a big tooth. And they pulled it out. <laughs> they still didn't yeah. give me anything. They numbed me there. But then I came home and it wore off. And I was like, oh, that really kind of hurts. Uh, so I wish they had. But uh they treat everybody like their potential like addiction risk, you know? Uh, and I don't know, I, maybe it would be better if I lived in a different country. I definitely know that like uh, different drug treatments are available in other countries as well. Like that we don't have, uh, like we don't have stem cell treatments here. And I know in Switzerland, they have a stem cell treatment that would personally benefit me. Uh, I have a thing called Meniere's, which is a inner ear thing. I hear it ringing in my ears. And they have stem cell treatments in Switzerland that treat that and get rid of it. But in, since I live in the United States, those are illegal because we like to politicize science in America. Yeah. It's a unfortunate characteristic of uh, of everything we have to deal with. It's all politicized to some degree. Um, yeah, I don't get why they don't use uh, the parts that are still good for others that can solve uh, I know. diseases for others it would it, it would benefit us so greatly and you know america puts a lot of like spends a lot of the world's uh money on researching like a lot of the research comes out of american like institutes and stuff and i think that the the 
to review a lot more of uh, of the stem cell stuff if we allowed it. You know, we'd be farther in cancer research and stuff like that than we all are now. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so uh, how how did you get uh, started into the rave scene? Uh, is it, you said that there was there was just you'd going to the parties and stuff or um and all right. Well, when I was 14, after I took my first joint, I liked it so much. I thought, hey, I I need to buy this in bulk and sell it, and then with the profits, uh, smoke it. Okay. <laughs> so, gotcha. So I got in touch with a lot of people that went to raves and had maybe not the biggest raves, but like raves at houses. Yeah. And then it would go on until three in the morning until the police came, you know. <laughs> and then when the police comes, it's just everything down the toilet and everybody leaves. <laughs> it's the same way here. <laughs> the police will show up, everybody flushes stuff, and then runs out of the house in every direction. <laughs> yeah. We have house parties. That's what we call them, is house parties. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's not rave music. It's usually like rap music that plays. Because um, that, yeah, that's super popular here. Um I have heard that um, that in yeah. the supermarkets there they play like sometimes they'll play American music and sometimes it's American rap music and they will they don't censor the American music there because oh, I heard from don't. American yeah I heard from an American that they don't censor the music and that his kid was in there with with them in the grocery store and it was uh it was like motherfucker motherfucker in the song over and over again. And I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." Um, yeah. They can't do that here in the in the states. They can't play music like that in the grocery store. <laughs> no, uh, I've seen cool. WalMarts and they look good. They look very very cheap. They are very cheap. WalMarts are very cheap. It's interesting uh, how much stuff you can get there. You can do all your shopping if you need stuff for your pet. They have it. If you need hardware stores, so like you need uh, uh, nails or paint, they have that. Uh, the downside is that like I don't know, you, you're you're stuck dealing with with Walmart and I don't know. It's got its ups and its downs. That's for sure. Yeah, it's not really ethically. Yeah, exactly. That's that's more the problem. We have a lot of um, uh, ethical grocery stores that are in my area that I do go to. We have one called Fresh Time uh spelt like the herb time uh yeah. and uh it it's got all organic stuff it's a very nice place they have uh natural supplement and stuff like that they sell it's a it's a really cool place and some of the best pizza i've ever had too i'm not sure how much of a fan of pizza you are but like they have really good pizza uh for it being a grocery store i uh, do you have like chains of grocery stores out there and all like Tesco, yeah, we do. We yeah. do. We have Aldi. You probably know. We have Aldi. Aldi. Yeah, we have Aldi. We have a lot of Aldis actually. We have one that's right five minutes from my house. I love Aldi. Very inexpensive food. Very good food too. So can you grow your own weed in uh, Ohio? I cannot. Um, that's only in certain states. I have to buy it. Uh, so the way it works is, uh, you know how, uh, you know what a vape cartridge is, like the the oil vaporizers weed yeah uh uh so one of those is worth one day and every 45 days i get 45 days to spend basically on weed uh from the state and so one of these cartridges is one day but it lasts me more like five days actually 
and so I buy that, and I've never hit the 45-day mark. I've bought quite a bit and never hit the 45-day mark before the 45 days ran out. So every 45 days, it starts back over at 45, but it doesn't carry over. So, like, if I only use, like, don't use half one month, it doesn't carry over to the next month as much as I'd like it to because that'd be wild to rack up a bunch of days. Um, and so the cartridge is one day, but if I buy uh, the dry weed, that's like three days. You're spoiled with your cartridges. We don't have those because it's uh, explosive to make and our weed industry is still underground. It's not legal. Wow. Okay. So the, yeah, the cartridge, I, I have a cartridge and then I have a battery that doesn't have a button on it. I just breathe in like a cigarette and that's how I smoke it. And, and it's uh, it's oil based. It's a concentrate. It's, uh, uh, basically, what they do is they freeze the weed and then they press it, and it's called live resin. And, and what comes out is a more uh, like thicker, darker colored uh, oil, uh, and you get like a very good high off of it. It's very strong. They measure yeah. they measure the um, measure it in uh, THC milligrams. So this would be uh, 300 milligrams of THC per cartridge. They're, uh, each of them are uh, uh, half gram by weight. Uh, okay. But, they're, but the concentration of THC inside of there is 300 milligrams. And then there's, do you know what CBD is? Yeah, I've... Okay, uh, yeah. So there's a little bit of smoke CBD. CBD. Yeah, there's 100 milligrams of CBD in this as well. Oh, okay. And they're mixed together. And it tastes like tea. Like, it, it really does. It tastes like tea. And I don't know, this particular one at least. It's uh, called Forbidden. I don't know why, but it's it, it tastes like like I'm drinking a glass of tea. Which here in the States, we drink a lot of cold tea. And uh, it's really, it's very good. Uh, and then I have some dry stuff downstairs as well, which uh, uh, is a sativa. Uh, um, if you're familiar with like the way they have yeah. hybrids, yeah. Uh, and I've that's the other thing. for five years. Oh, okay. Really? So now, is that an intense or outside? Intense, uh, intense because outside, intense. Um, again, you uh, you can have up to five plants. Wow. But, but outside, but if you if they're more than thirty grams, they'll cut them all off. Oh wow. And usually one is like. If you do it correctly, 500 grams to a kilo. Okay. Shit. Wow, that's a lot. That's yeah, a lot. so you don't, you don't want <laughs> that's to, a to grow. Weed. <laughs> you don't want to grow outside, and then the police see, and then they cut it, right? Uh, I, so yeah, you have to be yeah, inside. That's a, that's amazing. I've never seen that much in one spot. Like I've, I've, uh, the most I've seen is like two ounces at one time which is sad to say i know there's somebody out there who's like well, you know i can't believe this guy's got a podcast about weed but he's only ever seen two ounces but i've never it's up until very recently has been illegal everywhere i've ever lived an ounce it's, is like 32 grams right uh it's, it's 28 grams 28.6 okay. i think because it's well no it's 28.3 sorry okay yeah, my biggest my biggest batch with uh, pre-grown on a 400 watt lamp and in uh, bloom uh, a thousand watt lamp 
I had 850 grams. Oh, so almost a fuck. kilo. Okay, for anybody who doesn't understand what the fuck grams are, like, you said 850? Yeah, that's like two pounds. Yeah, okay, 850 grams. I'm trying to... Imagine 850 golf balls in a room. <laughs> that's kind yeah. of what it would look like. It's in a massive amount of marijuana. <laughs> that's insane. So, this, I... is it a big tent? Is it, how big is this tent? was uh, the grow tent with yeah. uh, the green light was uh, one by one by one. Meters? And the, uh, yeah, meters. So, and for, so for here, it's three feet, imagine. Three feet uh, by yeah, three, 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 three feet. four feet, yeah. yeah. Yeah, give or take, whatever it is. But yeah, okay, go on. Uh, so, the, so you, you, you grew this with one, a lamp in the tent. Yeah. The big one was like uh, 1.5 by 1.5 by 1.5 meters. Okay. okay, that's for flowering. I got you. And now, how tall are they? Pretty tall? Or could you stand uh, up? Able to go inside, or is it something you open up and play with? No, you could open it up, but you can open it up all the way to the side, so you can okay, I got you. get okay. through all the plants. We actually have a local company that sells grow tents, and they say that it's for other stuff but everybody knows it's for marijuana yeah that's uh, the same with us it's still yeah. illegal inside to grow that's wild yeah it the only thing that here the we have a drug enforcement agency and they have planes and they'll fly over certain areas and see the heat from the lamps if it's a big enough operation yours and if it i wasn't did, big it, enough it, no it's not big enough but it, they they've seen some i've seen uh footage and pictures of the ones that they're talking about they glow like red inside of the building because of all the heat of the lamps and i was like oh yeah. that makes sense we used to have colder summers or yeah. colder winters and yeah. it would snow and then on so- some houses there would be no snow <laughs> so you could tell that's great oh <laughs> uh, yeah so like out in california it's completely legal like you can buy it from stores without a prescription and uh i've heard from them they they still have illegal growers out there that live in a place called humboldt county and they get into gunfights with the police like on a regular basis which i couldn't i wouldn't want to deal with but like yeah that humboldt county is supposed to be the biggest like marijuana growing place in the world it's it's one uh it's a county which is like a like a town. I don't know if you have counties in uh in in the Netherlands or not, but you have provinces. Uh, yeah. Pro- it's the same thing then. Or well, I don't know. Province. I wonder if a province is like a state. I don't know. It's pretty small. It's a small area. Imagine like you know the little area that you live in. Yeah. Okay. Is that a province? Yeah, that's a province. Okay. Cool. Like I know, like, Netherlands or Southern In like um, like because in Canada, a province is a it's like a state They're, they have big providences. They'll take no, a huge one state from country. your country is like my country. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ohio's pretty close to the size of the Netherlands or thereabouts. We have canals here too, though. So you'd feel right at home. It's beautiful. I actually like Ohio a lot. It snows here. It's really nice. It's cheap too. I spend $500 on my rent, which is, you know, that's not much. Man. You're working in euros, so you imagine, you know, 
how much that is. Four fifty. It's, it's like nothing. And yeah. so yeah, it's a townhouse. So it's two bedrooms, an upstairs, a downstairs, kitchen, bathroom, and it's in a nice area. It's the cheapest place I've ever seen in my life to live, and it's a very nice place. Yeah. The biggest uh, weed farm I've seen outside was on Texel with 200 plants. Wow. Whoa. And inside with 400 plants in the Nelder. That's so wild. So is that like a commercial operation, I guess? Like, is well, that... you know, the police knows, but oh, okay. they don't come because they provide all the coffee shops. So. <laughs> And and the coffee shops pay income taxes, so okay. they kind of pay the police. <laughs> right. That's actually, I wish it worked like that here. They should all see that. Honestly, because the marijuana industry would, it would make our economy so good here. It'd be so good for the economy here if we yeah. just legalized it, you know? With us, it's more of a thing of uh, quality control because a mm. lot of um, growers use... Uh, non-organic uh, fertilizers and non-organic uh, like spider mite removal. That's the problem in, in Los Angeles, in California. Cal- California has that problem. Uh, they yeah, have you, like a lot of home growers and they have to regulate it and it's hard to regulate that. Yeah, and when you, you've, I've seen when you smoke that stuff, it's to, it sticks to your lungs, so it's really not good. Oh yeah, some of them are, are really harsh. You, you get some stuff that you, like they sprayed the, like bug killer all over yeah. you know what i mean to get rid of the aphids or whatever um yeah i used to work in a greenhouse at my high school we had a um that was my a, a class was horticulture i took that for like three oh, or four cool. years so i kind of understand all the like the greenhouse systems and stuff pretty well and you can if you get an infestation of something like aphids or i don't know what the pest is for for marijuana you kind of have to get rid of the stuff or you have to be willing to like uh, spray it with stuff. Now we uh, at the school we use nicotine balls. They would uh, you would put a sparkler inside of there, and this nicotine gas, which is completely um, organic, would come out, suffocate the bugs, and then you'd wait a day, and it, the building would clear out, and it was safe to go back in. Yeah, I yeah. you I used the uh. uh Vinegar mixed with uh, some special fungi that kill the spider mites. Oh, nice. Okay. So, so they're I've, called spider mites? Yeah, that's that's the only problem I ever had, or spider really? mites. I don't only have problems with bugs here because the winters are so harsh in Ohio that it kills off a lot of the bugs. We used to have a problem with these things we call stink bugs. If you smash a stink bug, they smell really bad. So yeah, you have, you have to, those like, in Croatia too. We have what? Yo, do you they have? have the, they, they're called. They're called stink bugs. Yeah, they're called. Oh, stink really? Bugs. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, so they're we have called to fly, smelly I get, martins. I get I get a piece of toilet paper and I flush it down the toilet without smashing it, <laughs> so it doesn't stink up the house. Also, the ones we have, if you smash one, it, it attracts more of them to come. Okay. It's weird, and so like they'll they'll swarm your house, and you'll get a bunch of them inside the house. But this last winter, it got down to be negative 30 Fahrenheit, which is, I don't know what that is in in Celsius, but like it was so cold that it killed off like a lot of the bugs. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, there was a report on the news about it. Anyways, um... And big wheat plants can uh, survive in the cold for a few days. Yeah, yeah, they 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 do pretty good. And like, uh, it it was it was hard to get weed uh, until I got the marijuana card, um, which was basically just me telling. I told a doctor I was like, "Hey, I have joint pain," uh, and she was like, "Do you have medical documentation that says that you have joint pain?" And I was like, "Yeah, I talked to my family doctor about it," and she said, "Okay." And then uh, she uh, gave me a license, and it's a little ID that tells who I am, and it keeps track of me at, at all the different dispensaries that I go to. So it's like little shops, they sell the weed there. Um, and it's closer, it's more like a pharmacy than it is yeah. like anything else. Uh, but all the people who work there smoke weed, <laughs> and they're all very cool to talk to, and they're very oh, knowledgeable fun. too. Yeah, they're very nice and they're very knowledgeable, uh, and they're it's like, all very clean, nice places. I like it when uh, they know about turpentine. They they know about everything. It's crazy. They because uh, on our on on the um on the packaging, like I have a, a bottle right here from a company called Cresco Lime Skunk is what the weed's called. It tells you that. Uh, limonene, it has 1.73%. Uh, this is the terp- terpenes it has. It has pinene, which is 0.2.5%, uh, and then uh, linalool, which is 0.22%. So it tells oh, you okay. what the terpenes are like. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's it's all very standardized, and, and, and you can tell exactly what's in there, and you can uh, know what the potency is. Like I know that, that this one by weight is 23% uh, THC by weight and it's 2.83 grams. So oh. every time you bought, when you buy it, you always buy it in amounts of 2.83 grams. Cause that's uh, 10 of those equals one ounce. Okay. Yeah. So in, it's in a Netherlands, you can only, you can only buy five grams maximum a day. That's still a lot, though. That's a lot. I mean, I I don't. I'd be my my throat would be hurting if I smoked that much, though. Yeah, I true. Think. I don't because five five grams is quite a bit. Because that's two of the things I normally get, and I I'll spread that out over a couple of days. I mainly smoke the uh, the vaporizer. I'm not a huge fan of dry weed as much as I am of the vaporizer. Uh, do you like edibles? Uh, I have made edibles. I like edibles, but my favorite way is a bong. Uh, if I eat edibles, I fall asleep in chairs sitting up because <laughs> they make oh, me tired. I, I don't I love, know why that is, but I'm a very tired person when I take them. I love making uh, butter with them and then yeah. covering my uh, popcorn with it. Oh, that's yeah, that's a great idea. I did um. I covered uh, toast in the morning once with it, and then like I fell asleep for half the day. <laughs> yeah, and, there uh, there are different chemicals <laughs> at play, right? Yeah, it's it because you're just you're digesting it, which uh, and makes it um, makes it heavier filling. Uh, but they at the dispensary they sell gummies, so like little uh, orange flavored THC edibles or brownies and cookies and stuff like that as well yeah um, I've seen, I've seen yeah 
uh, they had this one thing. It was like a, I got a chocolate bar, and uh, it was very tiny. Uh, and I, it was dark chocolate. I ate it, and I was like, "Oh, that was good." And then it turned out to be very strong. I didn't read the the packaging. It had forty milligrams of uh, THC in it, which is yeah, that's pretty strong, good, right? Yeah, it's a pretty good amount. <laughs> I probably should have just like then, right? I think it's like ten or twenty if you're really trying to knock yourself out. But I I, I didn't. Uh, you know, I don't like you'll get instructions with uh with a uh. A, a new desk or something that you have to put together. Uh, I don't read the instructions. That's who I am as a person. My Asperger as would be all over that, uh, that step-by-step plan. Yeah. I, uh, so I'm, I'm pretty bad about following instructions and I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck it. And I'll eat the whole thing. And, and whatever happens, happens. I told the story on here once, but uh, my stepdad smokes weed, and, and my mom makes brownies for, for for us. And at one time, me and him got very uh, stoned, and we got the munchies. And uh, he sh- there were brownies already made up. And I was talking to him, and I was sitting there just mindlessly eating the weed brownies. And I ate about a half a tray of them. And... Then I realized what I was doing, or he, he made me realize what I was doing, and I had to go to sushi at a buffet sushi place afterwards with them for dinner, and everything was changing colors as I oh, was. Wow. And it was the first time that I ever had like a psychedelic experience with the uh, with edibles. It was so much that it made stuff have like a color change, and the only other thing I had ever seen that on is like acid or. Uh, Mushrooms. We spice and mushrooms and stuff like that. I'd never seen it for anything else, you know. So that was kind of cool. Um, I, I did take. Um, you know what Benadryl is? Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, okay. So, uh, Benadryl. Uh, if you take it, it you in out, a high right? enough dose, it, it, it well, it'll not it'll knock you out. But it, before that, you'll have hallucinations, uh, hallucinations, and some people see things, some people hear things. I hear things, and. Uh, it made me hear people screaming like they were being hurt, and there was nothing, nothing happening. It was completely uh, in my head. It's the weirdest thing. I did scary, not enjoy man. that in the least. Yeah, well, I, I don't know what I was expecting because somebody said that it was like it was the weirdest trip ever, and I was like, okay. And so I tried it, and it was a bad idea. <laughs> um, um. So what else have you tried? Um, I've made my own spice. Okay, I've had and spice. I've, I used to do that quite a bit, and that was hallucinatory. The one that I used to smoke. Yeah, with DMT, right? Uh, this one didn't have D. I don't think it had DMT on it. It was a research chemical, I'm sure, of some sort. But it was a hallucinogenic, and it, the the brand was called uh, Bizarro. And okay. uh, I would smoke it, and it was a tiny little bit. And it was, but it was um dry leaf. I'd smoke it. And I would trip, and I would just go wherever. I wasn't there, but it was a trip in my head, and I wasn't walking around and seeing anything. You know what I mean? Uh, like yeah. I saw a giant blue crystal wall before. I've seen all kinds of weird stuff, like tripping on stuff. I smoked that for a while, but I was ordering it off the internet um, in this in bags of it. It's technically it's an air freshener. You're supposed to burn it as an air freshener, but. Like, yeah. that's for legality's sake. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, the first time I made my own DMT, I also made spice with it. Mm-hmm. And I took 100 milligrams, or way too much in hindsight, yeah, yeah. but still. Um, and then I saw the Buddha. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, I've had some spiritual experiences uh, taking spices and, uh, spice and stuff like that, uh, where I've seen, um, I haven't seen the Buddha, uh, but I've seen other things that I would recognize as like, uh, like God or goddesses or whatever. And, uh, it definitely changed my outlook on, on like faith, I guess a little bit, like, cause before that I never believed anything. I still, I'm not like a Christian, but, uh, like pagan stuff, it, it makes more sense to me now why they believed that, uh, back yeah. in the day. So it's very, yeah, you can have some very interesting experiences. You can come in contact with other things out have there. You, you seen know what like, I mean? Have you seen like Gaia? Uh, not Gaia, um, uh, so, in one trip, I met, like, the goddess of the moon, and, like, uh, she was like, oh, you gotta, like, do this and this with your life, and you should, like, get it together, and, like, stuff, like, whatever, and, and it was one of those, it was, it was, like, something reached out and was like, hey, do better, and I was like, cool, I'll do better. So it was one of those. So not Gaia, but um, yeah, it was something of the moon. Well, because I was outside looking up at the moon while I was smoking, and I think that whatever something something gripped me with that one. Um, the first time I ever smoked spice, I I um, thought I died, and I went into this void like hell, uh, and I couldn't get out, and I couldn't scream uh okay. even in this in this void that i was locked in inside of my mind and it took about an hour before my girlfriend at the time was able to like make me come out of it it was it was a weird very strange experience that made me like uh that was the first that was the first time i had ever gotten stoned like ever uh well, i never done any drugs before that with you yeah, I am too. I mean, it was it's scary. Uh, because like she said, I basically just lay down on the ground for like an hour, and then I all of a sudden I was just up and like talking to her, and like yeah. uh, for me it was like the longest time in my life. It felt like eternity. It was wild. Uh, I I that's the thing. I would like to try some of the club drugs or the the rave drugs because I feel like. I haven't tried a lot of drugs in a social setting. A lot of the time, it's just me smoking by myself because uh, I don't know a whole lot of uh, smokers and I don't know a whole lot of people who do drugs besides myself. Uh, And especially, like, trying different drugs besides just weed because most people just stop at weed and it's it's hard to find people to hang out with and try it and talk to it about. Yeah. It it would just be... It's cool that you have a scene there for that. We don't really have that. And I'm also too old for that. For, for the scene, if there was one here. I'm about to be 30, and I'm married. <laughs> so well, I so think I'm a little too old. Yeah, I think I'm a little over the hill for the, don't for the you see scene those, uh, Don't you see those videos from uh, the guys who are like 55, 60? And I know, still right? Shirtless? <laughs> I wish I could do that. I'm, I'm a much more uh, sedated 30-year-old. I like stay at home and hanging out with my wife and reading books and stuff. Uh, that's what I like to do when I get started. I like to read or I like to watch movies a whole lot. Um, I'm a big fan of cinema. 
I don't I don't know how much you are in the movies and all. Uh, yesterday I saw Train Spotting and uh, I love Train Spotting is amazing movie. It's a very good movie. What was the other one? Uh, Spun. It was like Spun? Uh, the uh, version with methamphetamine instead of uh, heroin, like Train Spotting. Oh, oh, okay. I've never seen that one. Uh, Train Spotting. on YouTube. I, Okay, I'll find that. That'd be good. Because uh, uh, Train Spotting is a great book too. Uh, I've read. Never the book read the book. The book's really good. Um, uh, have you ever seen? Uh, what the hell's the movie called? It's got Jared Leto in it. It's uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, I think I saw bit, bits. That's really good. Fight Club. Have you ever seen Fight Club? Uh, I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> no, I, I've seen some of the fight scenes, good. but not. Yeah, the, it's a good movie. It's uh, that book's know. really good too. Those are my that's my favorite book and my favorite movie. They're both really good. Um, <laughs> I, don't know how to them. I like to watch. Uh, I like to watch uh, Adventure Time when uh, I'm on acid or on shrooms. That show is already just like that. It's like <laughs> acid or on trims already. That's yeah. a good show for them. Yeah. Um, I, when I get stoned, I like listening to music a lot. I'm really into um, Pink Floyd. Never listened to them. They're Dark all Side. 70s. Yeah, Dark, Dark Side, Side of the Moon is. Yeah. Yeah, they. That, have you ever watched it with The Wizard of Oz? No, I haven't. But there's I've the, heard it's good. Yeah, it works. It's on YouTube for free, like that. It's a it's a trippy experience because it lines up like perfectly. It's like a music video that way. It's pretty wild. Um, <clears throat> I'd recommend any stoner to watch that at least once because it's just weird. It's a funny thing that it does, and you've, it's a great album too. Yeah, you've said you you've smoked spice, but spice is like slang for synthetic uh, cannabinoids, right? Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's. The thing is, I, okay, so I've tried two different kinds of spice. We used to have K2, which was more like weed. It's, it felt exactly like weed feels. And then, uh, years later, I tried uh, this stuff called Black Lotus, which was a, uh, called, it's an incense. You're supposed to burn, technically you're supposed to burn it, uh, but smoke shops, places that sold bongs and pipes and stuff would sell this, and then you could smoke it. And the girlfriend that I had at the time told me about it. So I smoked it, and that's when I had that really, like, dark trip where I thought I had, like, died. And, like, it was very interesting. It was a very interesting drug because I I continued to take it after that. And I would see things. It it had hallucinatory effects in it. And it was, um, like, you would come into contact with, like, what seemed like living beings and stuff while you were on it. Yeah, entities. Yeah. And, um... Like, at like one time, I would say. yeah, one time I was staring myself in the face uh, and in the mirror and uh, I saw myself grow fangs and the hair on my body grew longer and on my uh, face as well. And I became like a werewolf looking myself oh, in wow. the eye. Yeah. And it was that was I'd really smoked a whole lot and I'd never seen anything like that. I kept looking at myself and I was looking at my fangs and I was looking at them like, and I, it was, it was, and at the time, like now I have a beard, 
back then, I didn't have a beard. So, like, I had no reason to have that hair on my face. It was an interesting experience. Um, and, like, I kind of miss it, but also it was hell on my lungs. Like, it was really bad for my lungs. Yeah, I've heard it's best for your lungs. Yeah, it's very bad for your lungs. Because it's, it's a bunch of chemicals and random stuff. You don't know what it is, you know? Uh, yeah, but- which is a problem. But if you ask a dealer in the Netherlands for spice, they'll probably give you uh, some DMT sprinkled with uh, something that's organic. That's fucking awesome. I've never, I've never tried DMT. Like straight, maybe I have. Maybe one of those the research chemicals. One of the, the spices that I bought. Maybe it did have DMT, and I just didn't realize that's what it was. But like, it didn't advertise itself like that, and it couldn't because and and it'd be illegal. But that's wild, like, that you can just... So you can just go get DMT whenever you want? No, no, you can get every ingredient and every chemical yeah, yeah. you need. But like, you could make it happen whenever you wanted to. Yeah, but it's still... It's it's a day's work. Right. Yeah, it's a process. No, for sure. I know that, because, like, I've done extractions on other stuff before, and, yeah, it, it takes a while. I was just curious, like... Because for me, there's a way that I can make DMT, but I'd have to special order... Um, these seeds and grow a plant, I think, to be able to do it before I can do it. Like, if the seeds aren't illegal, the plant is, but I can grow the plant. It's weird. We have very yeah. weird laws. Like, mushrooms are illegal, but the spores that mushrooms give off that if they grow from are not illegal. So I can actually technically buy spores online and grow them myself. Yeah, we can do that too. Uh, but, like, the, the, the if I walk around with the mushroom. I, I can get arrested. Oh, I've sold mushrooms too. Yeah, so I never, uh, I would like to try mushrooms. I haven't had mushrooms though, but I'm familiar with their effects because I've talked to a lot of people that have had it before. And I really want to try it myself, but it's hard to come by. Yeah, well, once you know how to make it, it's really easy, and there are a lot of uh, easy tutorials, easy texts on mushrooms. I've, uh, I've seen where people grow them in mason jars like big jars and then the glass jars and they put the cow manure or whatever inside of there with the spores and they grow it basically underneath their bed yeah um, i did that thought about trying it does it didn't work out well yeah that worked out pretty well when uh i have a, a half meter by half meter uh so like Two and a half feet by two and a half feet mm-hmm. uh, pot, yeah. okay. and everything goes good. I can have like anywhere from thirty to one hundred grams of shrooms. Oh wow, that's a that's quite a bit, right? Because how much yeah. do you need to take to get to to get an effect? Uh, I believe five grams of dried mushrooms is yeah. uh is a lot. It's like a heavy yeah. trip. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, okay. That's what I was thinking. Because they don't weigh that much. They're they're very light, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The oh, old school cool. Dutch uh, dealers uh, grow them in their uh, bathtubs. Really? Yeah. I was uh, watching this uh, show that's on uh, Hulu, uh, and uh, it's called The Great. It's about Catherine the Great of Russia. I haven't uh, seen it. And, huh? I haven't seen it. Well, one of the priests on there takes mushrooms to have a vision from God. <laughs> well, you have to see a vision one way, right? So yeah. <laughs> why not the truth? Well, was that or the king was going to kill him? So you had to, like, make it happen one way or the other. 
Yeah. That was it was an interesting scene though. I was like, oh yeah, they would have had that though, because uh, and I imagine like back in the day, all these um things you see from the Bible where it's like, you know, they see crazy things. I wonder how many of that's just like drugs, you know? Yeah, the burning bush is a perfect example. Exactly, and then like we've always been like as a uh, like humans in general have always been interested in trying to get like altered states of consciousness. Cause like one of the first things we did with, with agriculture was make beer. Like we yeah. wanted to be drunk or something. Uh, and there's even proof that elephants do that. They get drunk and, um, all because they, um, they have, they they'll have stuff in the, they'll leave stuff in their mouth and they'll ferment it. Ooh, and, that doesn't sound nice. It doesn't sound nice, but they do that. And then koala bears, they eat so many of the eucalyptus leaves that they're, like, on the trees that they're always stoned. Okay. So other creatures do that. They they get stoned and all. Have you ever heard of the cordyceps mushroom before? No, I haven't. Okay, so uh, it's a mushroom that if humans take, it helps with uh, your your blood flow. Makes your, makes your blood flow better. Uh, helps with cardiac health as well, so your your heart. Uh, but one in the wild, it grows on the heads of ants. Ants crawl up the uh, the tree, they go out on a branch, and uh, this is after the the spore has taken root in its head, and it's sort of telling it what to do. It's like go up, go up high. And then what happens is, is that the mushroom then explodes. It's on top of it, sending up spores all over the place, yeah, and them down on ants that are down there to make more of this cordyceps mushrooms. It's actually banned in the Olympics because it's supposed to help you with uh, getting more oxygen in, which means you can like run faster and for longer. Okay. Um. And then you know, a mushrooms actually improve your vision. The psychedelic mushrooms, they they improve yeah. um, ocular uh, focus. LSD too. Really? Okay, I never, yeah. I didn't know. That's cool. Okay, I've it's never. Uh, I, I guess I never realized it. I always take my glasses off before I do any like major drug trip because I don't want to break them. That'd be a, be a shame. It like, it like tightens <laughs> your see. muscles. So well, it also tightens oh, your eyes. Okay, so, you, so, that, so you can see further. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's the the theory that like the stone ape theory where they they ate the psychedelic mushroom and they were like, oh, yeah. I can see better, I can hunt better. I'm gonna take more of these, and then they took so many that they uh they got high, and that's maybe where speech came from because it affects the speech parts of the brain. Yeah, it's definitely possible because yeah. if you uh, walk around in the Netherlands in uh, in fields of cows, yeah. you can find psychoactive mushrooms. Yeah, you easy. can do that out west. Um, uh, in the Midwest of, of the United States, there's cow pies. You flip them over, there'll be wild psychedelic mushrooms growing out of them as well. Um, it just doesn't happen where I'm at because it's too cold uh, yeah. for, for it to happen. I have to like artificially make the area a little bit warmer, I think, for them. Uh, I'm really interested in the red uh, mushrooms, which are poisonous. Oh, the in a mosquito? Yeah, and then, you, yeah. and you have to cook them for like four times. And I was like, how many people have died trying to make it three or two times? Oh, cook, you know right? what? The, the way that some people do it is they... Uh, so the reindeer 
The re- okay, so there's this whole Christmas myth where there's a guy dressed in red who hangs out with reindeer and delivers gifts underneath the tree, right? The idea yeah. being that uh, it's actually a symbolism to teach kids how these things work. The uh, little mushrooms were red and white like Santa Claus, and reindeer would eat them, and then you could drink their pee, for if you really wanted to, and you would get stoned off the mushrooms, but it wouldn't make you sick like the regular mushrooms. Indians did that, right? Uh, I think it was... It was not the Native Americans here. It was... Uh, Somewhere in Europe, because uh, it grows under fir trees in, in Europe. I'm not sure exactly where where that is. But, like, uh, the Native Americans here, they had peyote, uh, which is cactuses. Yeah, uh, that's the one I haven't tried yet. I haven't tried it either. There's another cactus that you can get from uh, uh, places here legally. It's a um, – you can make mescaline from it. Yeah, you can buy a cactus that's containing mushroom yeah. in the Netherlands too. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I've tried cough syrup, like I said. Uh, and then I'm trying to think of most other things that are out there that are like, those sort of legal things that you can try. Um, but yeah. For, that's, go ahead. 4F methylphenidate would be a good one if you want. want. What's that? Uh, I don't know what that is. It's like methylphenidate is uh, like Ritalin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't know the. Uh, okay, yeah. We just call them Adderall. <laughs> yeah, we're all, we all get the the prescription drug version of that. Yeah, I did that for a while. Um, it it uh, it upset my stomach though. I would I would constantly have to go to the bathroom. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of that one. Um, uh, and I've never tried cocaine before or um uh meth or any of those I, I think i'll like them so much that i'll get addicted to them i, well, really... I have i have used cocaine and meth and i would say meth is like way up there on the getting uh uh hooked on it like it's really easy to get hooked on because oh, really? in the netherlands in the netherlands we have like uh it's expensive if you know a guy and he charges you two euros for a pill with like 300 milligrams of methamphetamine oh wow okay because we have a lot of um like manufacturers okay we um a big thing here i don't know if it is there is stuff like valium percocets not percocets valium uh valium and uh, um xanax uh clonopin stuff like that the benzodiazepines yeah, I'm prescribed uh, benzodiazepines. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I have uh, Valium myself. I have five milligrams three times a day of, of Valium. Uh, but some people take like even the like even stronger stuff than that. My wife takes olanzapine and likes that quite a bit. Um, but yeah, there's there's so many things out there, and I think it's it's interesting to see that no matter where you are, like everybody's trying to like, you know. Get stoned or experiment or try stuff or see stuff. It's it's a nice universality. I think that is a human trait to like want to like experience a different kind of consciousness. You know. Yeah, but I don't like the way uh, like methamphetamine is marketed in the Netherlands because you know uh, youngsters from fourteen years old take it and it's wow. called ecstasy. Like. 
Oh. And you think, oh, ecstasy, nice, you know, but it's, it's actually methamphetamine, you know. We have a problem where people mix um, MDMA with the uh, with with the methamphetamines or with coke or something like that, and people overdose because they don't realize it's got all that the stimulant in it, and so they have a heart attack or something like that. We have a big problem with that. Yeah, the the, the most uh, dangerous things about it is indeed indeed the the heart rate, mm-hmm. the going up, and mm-hmm. uh, the sweating. Yeah dehydration and all that's the other problem you'll go to um the 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 burning man and stuff like that those festivals they have where people take that kind of stuff and they charge a lot of money for a bottle of water so i think a lot of people get dehydrated that way and that's a problem like i don't know how it is there but like if you went to a rave here in america i'm sure that like a bottle of water would cost you like four or five dollars because that's the way they do stuff when you uh like or at a concert or whatever, they upcharge yeah, the, you. The price for the pills is the same price as the price for one can of water with us. Oh wow, wow, <laughs> wow, that's nuts. Uh, so, uh, are you a big dancer then? If you like going to the raves and all. Well, um, if there are women around, I would yeah, dance with yeah. them. Yeah. But yeah. I, I never dance alone. No, yeah, it'd be awkward dancing by yourself. That, that I can understand that. But you're comfortable dancing and all in front of people. I'm not really comfortable dancing in front of people. I'm a yeah. I'm a big guy and I I move awkwardly because I'm big. <laughs> I'm very tall. Uh, uh, and so I I feel like I'm always about to like bump into somebody when I'm dancing. <laughs> okay. I've yeah I've we, worked two two years in a bar so I oh, needed to know how to dance. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah. Um, I used to, uh, I used to go to rock concerts here, uh, and, uh, we have, they had mosh pits, and so that's where I did pretty good, because, like, I could, mosh pits and, and, and all, they, they, people fight, basically, they push yeah. each other, and they swing arms and all, and I was okay in that, because, like, I'm a big guy, and it really didn't hurt me too bad, and it was fun jumping around and, you know, you know having people jump back and catch them and stuff like that, it was fun fun um so uh if you could try any drug right now that you haven't tried which one would you try um i would like to try uh either peyote or uh like the dmt version uh psych substance make this video about made a video about Okay. That was like a, a couple times more potent than NMDMT. Oh wow! Be- uh, because because I'd like to know how potent it could be. Yeah, that would be that would be really cool to to try out. A peyote would be an awesome one to try out as well. I really want to try mushrooms. I think I, that that would be a very interesting experience. I don't want to see what that's like. Of course, I want to try DMT too. Um, I I recently heard about. There's a drug in um, Somalia. It's the only drug that everybody takes there. It's this plant, and uh, they chew it all day, and it rots your teeth, apparently. But it provides you uh, a similar high uh, to... It's not as strong as cocaine, but it's stronger than coffee, apparently. So it's like... 
It's like chewing it's not coca, coca leaves. leaves. It's not co- coca leaves. It's something. It's called kati co- or cotton, kato, oh, okay. something like I that. It's a. Uh, it's a completely different. It has to be cut fresh every day for them to chew it, because otherwise it goes bad pretty quickly. Within about three or four hours, it'll go bad, and it loses its like drug potency. And people sit around eating the raw leaves all day, um, chewing it. And um, it's a very, it's the it's a uh, Muslim country, um, and they're not allowed to have any drugs in in the islamic faith it's a uh, yeah. against the tenets so but they're able to circumvent this because this one's not like any of the the things that are sort of listed in the bible as being harmful to the, or not in the bible with the quran li- being listed so and this is also the area where there's a lot of uh, pirates the uh, somali pirates and all and there's not really a government there either yeah what do you think of kratom um i love kratom I've had it uh, several times. I prefer it when I can find it um, as a tablet as opposed to making tea. I don't like the flavor of it at all. Um, and I've had Red it as capsules. Or, uh, green, green Either thing. one. I like both. I like, And then there's another one, right? There's like a third one. I've I, tried both. I've tried the speedy I, one and I've tried the not speedy one and I've tried I've tried both. And the speedy one is red and the uh, the yeah. Uh, I've had I've had both of them because the the head shops here they everywhere sells everywhere sells it's it's all over the place it's crazy and um the first time I took it I had the green vein and it had that opiate effect like my ears were ringing and and I was like oh well and I didn't feel, and I have a lot of joint pain because I have celiac arthritis this is why I take I had the medical marijuana card and it I, I had no joint pain. I was like, this is amazing. They should, like, really think about start using this in ERs and stuff when people get hurt. Because, yeah, like, but... it doesn't have the addictive nature quite as much as, as, as opiates do, you know? Yeah, too bad there isn't a good, uh, good middle for uh, arthritis and uh, pain in bones, except for weed. But uh, it's still... Yeah, I... It works really good, though. I, I love the stuff. I mean, it, I, I don't mind being... I smoke all day. It doesn't really keep me from doing anything. It doesn't make me less productive, which is fine with me. Uh, I'm, and all I do with my day is, is I, I talk to people, you know? I mean, I do the podcasts and stuff, so that's not that bad. And then I, I write stuff for the internet and all. And uh, I can still clean the house and do dishes and whatever else I have to do while smoking. Uh, oh, I, I've heard... I've heard that um, people who do methamphetamines and stuff are, uh, they get a lot of energy and they clean their houses a lot. Is yeah. that true? Yeah. Okay. Especially their rug. Yeah. <laughs> For more methamphetamine. Hey, have you ever watched Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul? Yeah, I've watched uh, the whole series of Breaking Bad. Better Call Saul is awesome. That's, that's so good. That's real. It's it's uh, uh it takes place before uh Breaking Bad, when um and it's about the lawyer. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's very good. And then did you watch the El Camino movie? No, I haven't yet. That's very good. It's about it's all about Jesse. Yeah. It's very very good. Uh, now that's an interesting thing. So when you watch. TV shows? Do you do you watch them in uh, from well American TV shows? Do you watch them in English or do you watch them uh, in your native language? 
in Germany it's like a thing that it's dubbed in German, but in the Netherlands like 97% of people can understand basic English. Oh, so, that's wonderful. So, okay. Yeah. We that's, have uh, English in every grade or in every level of education. We have uh, English okay. because we are like an uh, import-export land. land. Yeah. 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 So we have to uh, know the right languages. Yeah, you're in a uh, uh, port area, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, you guys do a lot of business with the uh, UK and all, or at least I guess you used to before the Brexit and all that crap happened. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I, I know that's like that's a whole geopolitical nightmare in and of itself. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was like um, an opportunity for uh, the disenfranchised to put yeah. the thumbs in the eye of the politicians. Yeah. yeah. I I I I'm not involved with that. I I have friend I have one friend who lives in England. Uh she's Swedish by birth but moved to England. Uh and that's kind of how she looked at it too. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um I just it's interesting to see the the way that uh, I don't know, things are changing. I always thought that, like for me the the EU has always been something that's been around since i was born you know and it's interesting to see somebody leave it especially such a huge party to that you know um yeah we only have to hope that uh, germany and france don't uh leave because yeah. then we have uh, world war three <laughs> <laughs> jesus no <laughs> that's why the yeah, please, uh, <laughs> that, that's why the you oh, you yeah. was uh, founded, yeah, yeah, established. Yeah, because he tried with the League of Nations after World War One, and uh, we the American president started the League of Nations, and then our Congress, the people who make the laws, were like, "No, we're not joining the League of Nations." So it was everybody else but us, and yet our president was the one who set it up, which was kind of funny. And then we uh, immediately following uh, World War II, that's when the UN stuff started up and all. Yeah, but you you guys joined us in the G7 top, right, in uh, the 1990s? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. That was when I was really young, though. I don't really remember all that. That was, I think, a lot of that stuff, I believe, I think People in Europe, as a whole, are more political. They're more tied into their political stuff than Americans are. Americans like to politicize stuff, but we also are a lot of idiots who don't know what they're actually talking about. Um, and so yeah, that's I don't problem. understand the the two party system. Um, oh, okay. So the way that works is is that it's crooked. Uh, it's yeah. it's actually uh, it's it, it it the two parties basically decided we're not going to have anybody else join in. I would love to have more than two parties. Have, have four, five, six, however many it needs to take to to make sure everybody's represented and well taken care of. I'm fine with that. Some of these people are are some Americans are so hung up on the idea that it, oh no, it's always got to be a Republican or a Democrat. And then there's younger people and, and people who are more progressive who are like, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't have to be a Democrat yeah. or a Republican. And both of them have been doing a pretty poor job about putting up candidates. Like both of them, the, both the candidates for President Trump, who's currently president, and Joe Biden, who is uh, former vice president, they're both very weak. And, and I don't like either one of them. Uh, so, like, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a bad situation, you know, to be stuck in. 
Um, yeah. I'm not sure if you guys, if you're in favor of the people that you have, I guess, your parliamentary government. Well, we have a pretty right-leaning uh, government mm-hmm. at the moment, and a lot of right-wing policies are made, like the, yeah. the Netherlands is like a tax haven. Mm-hmm. But uh, socially, it's like liberal, even yeah. the right parties. Yeah, your right wing is our uh, centrist uh, left parties. That's uh, we we our right wings like they believe that everybody should have a gun, everybody should carry a gun, everybody should conceal a gun so that you can't see it. I'm not a big fan of guns. I don't. I know that's like the American thought is that we eat cheeseburgers, carry guns, and you know that we're dumb. Uh, I don't carry a gun. I do eat cheeseburgers, and I might be dumb. Uh, <laughs> but I do not carry guns, and I don't own a gun. Uh, I don't know many people that actually do own a gun. Um, but I, I, guns personally make me uncomfortable. And I grew up in the South, which is notoriously like where people play with guns as toys, basically. And they will shoot stuff just randomly. Uh, and I don't like it. So I, cause I, I don't, I, I don't think people should have handguns personally. Well, uh, I'm going uh, shooting Kledovs this Friday. See, that's different. Okay, so the okay uh, rifles and, and handguns are two different things to me. You only use a handgun to shoot a person. Big rifles like that, clays, or you can go hunting. I'm a I'm a big advocate of hunting because uh, where I grew up in uh, Virginia, uh, there was an overpopulation of the deer, so they started to starve. But then hunters came in hunted some of them, and then the numbers balanced out and the deer became more healthy. So now I understand why we need hunting. You need Because there's no wolves or bears to take out the deers anymore. You need to have somebody come in and, and, and take care of them, like hunters. Uh, so so that I get. I get hunting, and I get sport. And, and I like shooting bows and arrows. That's fun. I really enjoy that. I used to do that all the time. Um, have you ever shot a crossbow? Uh, I have. A friend, uh, yeah. a female friend of mine has one. Yeah, there's so much fun. I love that. And then um, I've, I've had BB guns. I don't know if you've ever had a BB gun before. Yeah. That's fun for target practicing. It's like a high-pressure air uh, yeah. gun, right? Yeah, This one, well, the one I had, I've had two different ones. I've had a hair, uh, air pressure, and another one was spring-loaded. Uh, and so a spring would fire and, and push out the BB real fast. And then we played, um, me and my friends used to play Airsoft, which is uh, the plastic little pellets that you shoot yeah. uh, your friends with. Um, for whatever reason, I've never done paintball before, but I want to try paintball. I have a friend who works at the paintball, uh, like, uh, place. I, I've heard, uh, paintball is pretty big in, in, in other countries, bigger than it is here. Like, yeah, I, I know that there, I watched some, uh, some guy in Germany do it and they were, they had some very sophisticated, like, looking rifles for for the sport it was kind of cool um yeah so are Uh, you uh are you are you an outdoorsy kind of guy um well i like to walk like two to three hours a day but i also like to game okay what's your uh what's your game right now what's your plan well it's a it's an old one so Call of Duty World War II. I like the cartoony. Oh, yeah. I I played um, Rising Sun as well. I, I'm not a big video gamer now, but I was when I was younger. 
and I like that one. Call of Duty um, Rising Sun was good, and the World War II one was awesome as well. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Rising Sun was in uh, all that set in Japan. But uh, about guns. Yeah. Uh, I feel a bit weird because I've had like three psychotic episodes and I was uh, hospitalized. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then I go to like a hunting or I've uh, a hunting uh, range, you know. Mm-hmm. It's weird, a bit the stigma, you know. Oh, but, see here they don't even. That's the other thing they don't evaluate people for that. You just you can. You're right. You can get a gun. Doesn't matter if you've had breaks with mental health. You. It doesn't matter if like you may have a grudge. Uh, to go settle real fast, you can get a gun pretty easily. Yeah, especially at gun shows, I've heard. Gun shows, it's like it's, yeah, you you, it's so easy. My dad was really into guns, um, and so he would go to these shows, and I mean, it's insane the stuff you can buy there, like very high-powered rifles, but also like he bought a samurai sword from one once, and I was like, this big samurai sword, like, why do you need that? Like, I don't know. I want one. He's like, I just want one. <laughs> and that's a big thing here is collecting. Uh, people, nerdy people, like collecting swords and knives and stuff. Yeah, neckbeards, yeah. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the, the reputation lives up. That's good. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, we have those in Netherlands too. Or? Okay, well, I, mean, I think they're everywhere. You know, I think every. Every country in the world's got their own version of the neckbeard. Everybody's got their own loser. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm big into collecting comics uh, myself, uh, comic books. That is, okay. uh, I read Marvel and DC. Uh, my wife and I do a, another podcast about comic books, actually. Uh, and so we talk about those every week. Uh, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know how much you're into like the Marvel movies and all. But the, they live up to the comic books. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. What? Uh, I said thank you to my father. He brought me my medicine. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I haven't watched many movies yet. I like the the Batman tri- uh, trilogy. Yeah, and, those are awesome. Yeah. And um, uh, I like some early. From the 70s? Uh, no, in the 90s. That's early for me. Oh, oh the uh, uh, Dean Cain. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Adventures of Lois, Superman and Lois Lane. Those were great. Um, do you Did you watch the animated uh, Batman show when you were a kid? No, it, we don't have Cartoon Network here in Netherlands. Oh, no. no. Okay, yeah. that um, That's a really... I mean... The art on that was so cool. Uh, so what kind of cartoons did you grow up watching? Or did you grow up watching um, any cartoons? Lucky Luke was uh, on a lot. Lucky Luke? I don't know. Do you know that? Lucky Luke? No, I don't know that one. He's like um, the cowboy that can shoot faster than his own uh, shadow. That's, really? That's really? I never heard of that. That's so cool. So yeah. it's like a cartoon character, that, and that's what his power was? He could shoot faster than his own shadow? But yeah, you could shoot really fast, That's and he would cool. always shoot shoot the pistol out of the hand of the. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, never heard of that before. That's so neat. 
Oh wow, I'd love to see some 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 Netherlands like cartoon shows for kids. That'd probably be a lot different, you know. Yeah, I've seen strips um, and, and I've had the I've I've had the strips and all and I watched the cartoons uh, but I don't have them on DVD or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I there's um I talked to somebody from France about comic books um, recently, and they were telling me about, like, some of the French comic books. It's really... French, uh, French comic books is like an art... They take elevate it to an art form. There's some really good ones out there. Yeah. Um, it's mainly popular in the United States, though. Like, it's it's native uh, comic books to uh, to America. Uh, the, like, first published comic books were all here. And the, like, the, the way that comic books are laid out was designed by, like, the way that American publishers do it. And, uh, I don't know. It's one of those things I really love. I've always loved, I've always collected, I've collected since I was five. So I've always done it. And, uh, it's interesting. Like, like you're almost collecting little pieces of history because you can get some pretty famous stories where like, you know, uh, a villain that you really like first appeared in it. So that's kind of neat. I wonder, yeah, do you guys have comic book stories there? Not a lot. In Amsterdam, you have a few, but, uh, where I live, we don't have a lot. Yeah. We, we don't have one, but we order online. But you okay. can't. You you have to be like breaking the bank to oh. uh, buy exclusive uh, old uh, cartoons. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. Um. That's great. So, are there any like um? Do you watch any shows on TV that are just like only there, like uh, like in the Netherlands? Like got I mean, I'm sure, like, you know, there's Rick and Morty and, and Family Guy and stuff like that everybody knows about, but I wonder if there's any, like, local to your country that are unique. No, we don't make uh, comics uh, or comic uh, Well, no, I meant, like, I meant, like uh, TV shows. TV sh- no, no, no films? Yeah, no, I mean comic TV shows. Or, like, okay. uh, we don't have those, but... Okay. We do have uh, Agent 327. Okay, and, what's that? And he, he has like uh, one comic edition is called like a file because he's like a secret yeah. agent. Yeah, I, I gotcha, I gotcha. And uh, it's a story about like uh, aliens, the Bermuda Triangle. It's oh, also so all the weird sort of spooky stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gotcha. And also, that's really also over sexualized women and so. so oh it's really? Not for kids. Yeah. Okay. We have one here called Heavy Metal that's like that. That's pretty over-sexualized and that all. Most comics are fine for kids. Like the, all the Batman ones and the Superman comics and all, they're all perfectly fine for kids. They're, there's nothing in there. Um, Batman doesn't kill, right? No, he doesn't kill. He, he only beats people up. Same thing with Superman, though. Superman tries not to kill also. Um, the X-Men comics are really good, too. They're, they're awesome. And then, of course, Spider-Man's always good. And he, he's the same thing. He tries not to kill. The, all of them, pretty much, except for, like, the Punisher, try not to kill. Most of them, at least. Okay. Well, well anyways, man, it's yeah. been a great having you on here. I, I honestly, like, I couldn't imagine going in better. Uh, you know, um, so do you have any, do you have, like, a social media account or anything you'd like anybody to follow you on, or... No, I'd like to be anonymous with my... Gotcha. Uh, I understand that. Phone. It's totally fine. We totally understand it. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, 
everybody out there, you guys can follow me personally on Twitter at Joseph underscore Lawhorn. That's L-A-W-H-O-R-N. And uh, you can follow the podcast at Zero Superweed on Twitter or Zero Supervision Weed on Instagram. I post pictures of all the different stuff I buy from dispensaries, so go check that out. And if you'd like to be on the podcast, please message me on Twitter, and I will set up a date and time with you. All right, thank you very much. Yeah, see you, man.